Hi, this is Smile Please Podcast. I'm Lizzie. I'm Megan. And today we're going to be talking to Ashley Holmes. She's a Arizona-based photographer and videographer. We've worked with her in the past at weddings, and we're super excited to talk to her today. Okay, so Ashley. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. We're so happy to have you. Um... How about you kind of introduce yourself and share some fun facts about you? This was always like the, I don't know about you guys, but it was always the worst thing to do in school when mm-hmm. you had to like stand up the and ice say breakers. things. Yep. Yes. <laughs> I never knew what to say. Mm-hmm. I never felt interesting. But I'm Ashley Holmes. I'm the owner of Holmes Photo and Film. I'm 28. My birthday's actually next week, so technically I'm not 28, <gasps> but happy early birthday yeah happy early (laughs) birthday when's your birthday the 25th 25th yeah i'm the 21st really yes pisces baby wait of this month yeah it's your birthday this month like you're my friend and i have no idea (laughs) it's okay like it's fine i had no idea (laughs) i'm getting old it's fine we don't need to i'm 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 turning 26, but it just gives me the ick. Don't like, say 26. old if I'm no, turning no, no, no. 28. Old for me. Like, old for me. I'm like, I I just like, my like everything hurts, and I yeah. don't want to go out and do anything. Yeah. And so just saying 26, I'm just like, like 27 sounds better, but 26, it's like, oh. So we're all like two years apart. Cause, yeah. So you're going to be 28, you're going to be 26, and I'm 24. Yeah. So there's like two increment, two year two. increments in all of us. Oh, that's interesting. I like that. But we all 26 sounds gross. I don't think so. What? I don't think 28 I, sounds gross either. I think once you I like reach... 28 more than 26. <laughs> well, I feel like after 25, like, I never really had a birthday that felt super, like, monumental to me. Like, when I turned 21, I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I didn't feel any different. Mm-hmm. But when I turned 25, I felt different. Uh, because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I'm getting, like, I'm getting to 30. And I know that 30 is not old. Yeah. But, like, when I was young... I would look at 30-year-olds, and I'd be like, oh, they have money and beards, mm-hmm. and, like, they have their life together, mm-hmm. and I'm 25, I'm like, I don't have my life together, <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm going to do, and so the older I get, I'm just like... The scarier it gets, that you it, have to, like, yes. be this specific, like, persona yeah. at the age of 30. And I feel like I turned 25, and my body was like, hi, you're 25. I've, I'm going through that right now. Yes. I, I'm like, not there yet, and I feel that way. Oh, my gosh. So I uh, I can second that. It's like I woke up, and nothing fits, and I don't recognize myself. It's so weird. It's like your body go, goes through, like, a second, like, I don't even know. Yeah. Like, it's, it's like it's a, a scientific thing. I think yeah. I watched a video on it the other day where they were talking about how your face and your bones actually shift. There's, like, a, there's like a whole year where your body completely changes and that's when people start to have that like midlife crisis because they're like who am i it's me <laughs> i am currently going through that yes. it's it's like my i didn't recognize my face makeup wasn't going on my face right mm-hmm. and then it's like i was wearing like cute shorts this summer and now i'm like oh no oh no oh, no <laughs> i can't do that like i don't like nothing i'm anyways crisis my thing was like i did a backflip on the trampoline <gasps> You? oh hey thanks <laughs> but, like I used to do that all the time and I like I was after 25 I was like with the youth at my church and we were jumping on the trampoline and I did a backflip because I'm like I can do a backflip and I felt like I don't remember 
when I was younger, doing a backflip and, like, seeing everything. Like, it was just, like, a really quick blur. <laughs> but I saw everything, and I felt like I was going to throw up afterwards. Oh, I ate, like, man. a cookie and did a backflip on the trampoline, and my body was like, you, you are old. You do are not, not young again. anymore. <laughs> yes, that is not something you should do. Or, like, I went to the carnival with my son and those swing rides that you, like, sit in the chair and it gets, like, higher and higher. Mm-hmm. The inertia from that... <laughs> I was like, I'm going to vomit. This is the worst idea I've ever had. And some mom was standing, like, in line with her daughter. And her mom's like, or her daughter's like, Mom, come ride with me. Come ride with me. And she looked me dead in the eyes. And she's like, you will not catch me on that ride. And I was like, I didn't know. Oh, my God. She's like, mm, you did this to yourself. I felt so sick afterwards. Riding the stupid swing ride with my kid at the carnival. I was like, I'm getting really old. And not, like really old but i feel really old well you you have two kids i do i have two so i guess that's an interesting fact about me yeah can you you tell us about like your little ones oh yeah i can so my oldest turns five on sunday oh my gosh and then he starts kindergarten so i officially have like a kindergartner and when you have a kid you never really think like and he's your oldest that's cool yeah he's my oldest so i have a five-year-old and then my youngest just turned two last week oh my, so all they're the all are like very close. february babies well i guess two weeks ago we're two weeks apart so my husband is in a new year's day baby mm-hmm. and then he was born on new year's day on new year's day he's the second Fine. baby born that year so he's Fine. not bad for it oh no sorry diapers for him <laughs> but two weeks later it's then my youngest birthday mm-hmm. and then two weeks later it's my oldest birthday and then two weeks later it's my birthday I don't know how we worked that out. That's Holidays crazy. and birthdays. It's just literally like every other week. We burning money. The same. <laughs> yes, we're broke for like six months of the year. Yeah. We're the same <laughs> way with December. Like my husband's birthday is December 7th. His cousin's birthday is the 13th. And then her boyfriend's birthday is like the 17th or something. And then it's just like, boom, Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so crazy. My family um, with... It starts with my sister's husband. It's, like, October. Then we have my newest nephew in November. And then Todd, my fiancé. Then my mom in December, Christmas. Dad in... Or, no, brother in January. Dad in January. Me and my sister in February. We're a day apart. Yeah. And then my nephew. So... And then my grandma. So it's just, like... One yes, after the other. The mm-hmm. year of just constant celebration. Yes. And, gifts and, and running out of like gift ideas yeah no no <laughs> nothing going on then no. that's when you just save up and get ready for it all the next yeah. the next yeah. year go around mm-hmm. my mom's birthday is on valentine's day oh that's fun yeah but then chris is like he's like oh it's your mom's birthday so we're not celebrating and i'm like oh <laughs> my sad. oldest was almost born on valentine's day oh man his due date was the 5th of february and he came on the 12th of february so he was almost there. He was like, oh. So I had my induction set for the 13th because I had gone two weeks over. And they were like, you are going to die if you're pregnant for any longer. It's time for eviction. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they set <laughs> my induction date for the 13th, but it was at like 11 p.m. So I was like, I'm going to have him on fe- like on February 14th. I'm going to have him on Valentine's Day. And I don't want him to come on Valentine's Day. Like, I don't want him to share his birthday. What a holiday! And yeah. so my husband and I went to the mall and we walked. And I remember I sat, not that I hadn't done that every single night for the past like month trying to get my labor started, mm-hmm. but I sat on the bouncy ball and I like put on Usher's first album like, on my <laughs> headset. 
and I just like worked it out on that bouncy ball, and my water broke in the night. So. Well, there you go. That's great. Okay, Usher, Usher, Usher. the mall, and yes. bouncy ball. Usher yeah. just for sure induced you that day. Yeah, confessions had me all tied up. I was <laughs> ready for it. <laughs> that is he was my first celebrity crush. Really? Was Usher. Really? Yeah, in first grade. Absolutely. Beautiful chocolate man. I loved him. I think my first celebrity crush was Zach Efron from High School Musical. Okay. Yeah, he was a big sexual awakening for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> my sexual awakening was do you remember the live action Peter Pan? Yes. Yes. Uh, oh my gosh. He was a beautiful boy. He came on screen and I was like, I like boys. Like, <laughs> I was like immediate. I was it was immediate. And then my first crush was this guy at school and he looked just like the Peter Pan guy. And I was like, Okay, what is going on? And now my fiance looks nothing like Peter Pan. <laughs> looks nothing like I mean my so husband funny. looks nothing like Zach Efron, so nothing my like. husband doesn't look like Usher. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't look like I do. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a picture of your brother. husband. I've just heard his voice on the phone. Yeah, but that last wedding, we all worked together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, I'll show you. We're actually, we're leaving for California on Thursday. And we're getting up there. And I had reached out to so many photographers in California trying to set up a family session on the beach at Newport. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is gold stuff, right? Like, I want, like, documentary-style, very low-effort, just, like, hanging out on the beach. Newport, like, I will pay you for the your stuff. total vibe, yeah. Yes. And I reached out to so many photographers, and I was, like, ghosted by so many people. <gasps> I sent out so many inquiries on websites. Nobody responded. And the people that did respond, I was like, cool, can I see a family gallery? And then I lost, like, three other photographers, never responded. I got some family galleries back. I'm like, I love it. I'd love to book. Like, how do I book? Never heard out from anyone. So I'm, like, bringing my tripod, and I'm just going to try and figure it out. Like, taking documentary photos on a tripod is completely impossible. You have, like, a little... I do. I've yeah, heard I a, a lot Amazon of things cover. about California photographers being kind of, like... They were mean. There like, was a California photographer page that I posted on, and I was like, yeah. Well, a- we have worked with one <laughs> California person, and we had a very, very, very bad experience. Yeah, I oh yeah, I was... posted and was like, "Hey, I'm looking for photographers," and a bunch of people commented their stuff, mm-hmm. kind of like you would do like on the Arizona photography page. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so many people because my budget was between like what two fifty and four hundred. Mm-hmm. They were like, "With that kind of budget, you're gonna get like a movie photographer." Whoa, they're okay, like, so <laughs> they're like, "You're gonna be looking for someone who's like just getting started in the industry, like the cost of living." That's all the comments I got at first. Like, not even people's Instagram saying like, "Hey, I'd love to work with you," but people are like. The cost of living like that wouldn't even cover blah blah blah. Like, you but even like a mini thousands range, like a mi- two thousand. Yes. Someone a said session? to look in the two thousands range for a professional photographer in California. I was like, that's like a that wedding deposit. Sense. That makes sense why so many people from California recently Book have here. Been like, their reach out here. to wedding vendors mm-hmm. here because it's significantly cheaper. But also, I'm like, damn, we're not. I mean, okay, so my my sister in law no. got married in Santa Barbara in 2019. Okay, so and I covered. Yeah, so I think she told me she paid like three to four grand for her photographer, and she not was too bad. and she was from Los Angeles, and she drove to Santa Barbara, which is two hours, and then. The year after her, or maybe 2021, her best friend got married, and that same photographer charged her eight grand. 
which well, is just like uh, <sighs> so if you guys happen to move to california yeah <laughs> well and you're going to california you're going to disney mm-hmm. so tell us like how like have you been to disney before i'm guessing you have like, how long i have you not <gasps> you have no, not never in my life are you kidding i'm gonna show you a picture of my kids my face <laughs> You've yeah, never been to Disney? Backtrack. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I was like, she's probably a pro at Disney. She probably knows all the tips and tricks. No. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's so exciting. I've only been to Disney like twice. Well, he's adorable. Thank you. He doesn't look a ton like Usher. Yeah, he doesn't he look like Usher either. Oh, your boys are so I know. sweet. Oh, thanks. They look so much like both of you guys. Yeah, they're really cute. Oh, oh and they're, they're good in front of the oh. camera. Yeah, it's like I'm in their face all the time. <laughs> That's adorable. My nephew is... Oh, that's cute. My nephew is slowly starting to Aww. realize... he When he sees the big camera, he runs. Yeah, my but nephew does the same. I'm just on my phone. He, like, stops and poses, and he's like, what you doing? You want to take my picture? Like, he's just very, like, oh, take a selfie. My nephew hates the camera, but that's probably because I've traumatized him, because every time he does something funny... Or, like, something that I need to remember that's hilarious. I record him, so I think he's just traumatized. <laughs> like, one time, he was, like, so... They're tr- we're trying to potty train him. So, he was, like, around the house without a diaper. And then he was just, like, playing with a toy. And then, all of a sudden, he just, like, stood there. And you just saw, like, his pants just start to fill oh, no. with pee. And you could hear it. And then he was, like, walking around, like... Waddling. Like, waddling. He's, like, oh, no. Oh no! And I started recording him, and then he would push me away. He'd be like, "No, no, 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 no!" He's like, "No, we're done." So I was like, "No, my kids have to remember this." My oldest grabbed like a jumbo Lego the other day, and he was like, "Say cheese!" and was like, "Oh, that's cute. That's cute." Okay, so we are going to Disney. Mm -hmm. I've never been. I grew up with a single mom. Like my mom was single with four kids at like twenty three, so we just didn't do a lot. Mm Um, and then as, like, we're millennials, we never went. Um, but when I started having kids, I knew that I didn't want to take them as, like, babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to experience Disneyland, too. Like, I wouldn't say that I'm, like, a huge, as an adult, I'm not, like, a big Disney fan. Like, we kind of, like, loved Disneyland as a kid. Mm-hmm. But I still want, like, I love roller coasters. I love doing all of that. Like, I still want to be able to experience it. So I wanted to wait till they were a little bit older. And I feel like two and five is a good age where I can feel like, they're not going to remember a ton, but they're still going to enjoy themselves, and they can, like, take care of themselves in a way that I'm not, like, breastfeeding in line yeah. <laughs> at Disneyland. So, yeah, we're going the 10th, 11th, and 12th, and that last day is my oldest. Oh, that's exciting. That's mm-hmm. I agree, though, with taking them, like, when they're a little bit older. Because I know it's, like, free for kids under two, I think, or mm-hmm. under three to get into Disney. But at that point, like... They're not going to remember much, you know? Mm-hmm. So. When, how old were you when you first went to Disney? 18. 18. <laughs> I went. My my, my mom was the same thing. My dad passed away when I was really little. So she, I was, my mom was single with me and my older brother. So like we never had money to go to like Disneyland. So when I met my friends in college, they were from Anaheim. Like they lived in Anaheim. So we went like for Thanksgiving break to Disney. So that was the first time. Wait, no. I think I went once when I was 16, too. But those were the last two times I was in Disney. So. What about you, Megan? I went... My parents took us on a family trip when we were... I think it was, like, 
in fourth grade. I had to have been in fourth grade. But we went to, and did, like, the whole California thing. Because we usually would just go to the beach. That was, like, the vacation. Go to the beach, avoid the heat kind of thing, or staycation at home. So we went to Disney and with all of us. And we also did, like, Universal. And, like, we went to Venice Beach, which... Looking back, I'm like, why did my parents take small children <laughs> to Venice, to Venice Beach? Beach? Like, I just remember, like, walking on the boardwalk and, like, this guy just coming up to me and being, like, trying to, like, take my little backpack from me. And I was like, that's not a normal memory. <laughs> like, that's not, like, a good memory to have. Oh, my gosh. Um, but I've, I've been to Disney a few times just because it's, like, I don't know. I was just me and my friends were like let's just go yeah like let's just get Mm -hmm. in the car and go and then i actually went to disney world for my birthday this past year oh yeah i forgot about that i should have remembered you went during february i know i i todd's like what do you want to do for your birthday i was like honestly i want a disney churro and i want to go sit on the beach and he's like okay we'll go to california i was like no we're going to florida Mm -hmm. and he was like Right. <laughs> and he is not like we're not Disney adults. We're not like Disney mm-hmm. fanatics. Like I don't even like I'm not Disney. Like you look yeah. at my apartment. There's but it's fun. No like Disney. even if you don't love Disney, like Disney is still so fun. fun. There's so much to do. It's There's the so much to eat. Yeah. But I was like, we're paying money. We're not wasting a second <laughs> at these parks. We walked like 20 miles one day. Oh my god! It was insane. I I pushed it too much, but. It was fun. Hey, we are at Disney World. Disney World's like a whole different, like, you gotta push hard, though, because that park is so big. I went to Epcot, like, three, two years ago, and that was, like, a day. day. So I can't even imagine, like, the whole park. We went to, like, three parks in one day, because I was, like, getting our money's worth. Let's go. Doing everything in, like, two days. (laughs) I highly don't recommend. Don't do that with two little kids. No, we're not doing park (laughs) hoppers. I don't want to be miserable. But we also did get, like, the genie passes so that we don't have to wait in line for some of the larger rides. Yeah. Because I'm not about that either. Also, like, California Adventure, I feel like, is for more, like, older kids anyways. Just Mm -hmm. because it's very, like, roller coaster heavy. Versus Disney is, like, more, like, roller coaster slash, like, oh, my God, you're not going to be able to experience Splash Mountain. (sighs) Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, Splash Mountain is closed. They're turning it to, like, Tiana. Tiana's something or other uh, also they got rid of the two best the indiana rides. jones ride is down right now are you kidding me so i feel like i'm not what? getting indoctrinated okay we'll okay. definitely go on pirates of the caribbean that's a yes. good one your yes. little ones might be too small for indiana jones though yeah my kids are so, tall as oh they're tall so i think calvin could have done it mm-hmm. i don't think calvin's my oldest and jesse's my youngest but i think calvin could have done it but definitely not jesse oh indiana jones is fun it gives me anxiety though that ride but it's fun but so, Pirates of the Caribbean or the Haunted Mansion is also oh, a good yeah. one. Yeah, or yeah, um, Space Mountain yes, is yes, really fun. So you still have good options. Oh, yeah. But Splash Mountain and Haunted Mansion were like... Uh, no, um, Splash Mountain and Tower of Terror were my favorite. And both oh, of those yeah, are that's, gone. Um, but that's in California Adventure anyways. Yes. Have so. you ever been on the Toad Ride? The Kids Toad Ride? I heard that one's scary. It's insane. Okay, so my friends made hang on i'm pulling this up so i can like show it to you i think the it's a small world ride is scary we're not going on that one. i don't we're like no that one it. it's just so like the all the like little like people that they have just look like make me uncomfortable 
So this ride is called Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and it's in Disneyland. And you think it's just, like, this cute little, like, sorry, I'm trying to show you I a picture. I think my sister-in-law said that one was scary. So you think it's just a cute kid ride, and you get on, and it's, like, you're drunk driving. Wait, what? You're, yeah, so, like, it's a toad like you're ride. driving home from the pubs as Mr. Toad, and you're drunk, and you get pulled over. And then you crash, or then you're running away from the police, and then you crash, and then you end in hell. Mm-hmm. Like you, this quite, is a real thing. That's what she like, said you're you in, end hell. Up in hell, and then yeah. that's how it ends. And I'm like, this is a kid's ride. Yes, yes, I'm, it's like old school, like Roger Rabbit type, yeah, cartoons. Uh, mm. But it's it's insane because you're like, oh, it's just a cute little Mr. Toad, like who, mm-hmm. like. But you go on, and then you come out, and you just look at everybody's faces when they come out, and they're just like, "Is <laughs> <laughs> there a crime in there?" <laughs> yes, there's death and hell in this ride. Yeah. yeah so, but old. if you get the chance, um, you should experience. It. I will send you guys pictures. I'll write <laughs> just, it just for you, yeah. and then I'll send you pictures yes. of hell. That is from very Tom's interesting. Ride. Have you ever taken pictures in California? I mean, you're you're going to be doing pictures on the beach, but have you ever, like, taken pictures there? Yes. Okay. So I, last year, around this time, a bunch of photographer friends and I, like, planned, like, a trip. And we went down to California. They actually just got back from their second trip. I, like, Was it um, Taylor? Taylor, Taylor and... Breenholtz yeah. and mm-hmm. Brittany from Sage and Honey mm-hmm. and Casey from Casey. Yeah. Me photo. I saw um, them in San Francisco. Paloma. I was so bummed because I had a wedding mm-hmm. on the third and on the fourth. And they're like, oh, we're going this weekend. And I was like, God. You were like, Dang. Oh, the content. But yeah, so we actually shot there last year and we did a, a photo shoot on Newport Beach, which is why I really wanted to do family photos there. Um, we did some bridals at Sunset Cliffs. Um, but aside from doing that, I have a wedding in um, Fresno in March. Oh, that's so that'll exciting. be my first like hire Fresno to go to so Fresno. Pretty. Yeah, I'm oh super my stoked. Goodness. Are you doing photo or video? Video. Ooh. Yeah, a good friend of mine that I met, she's actually a California photographer, but mm-hmm. I met her at an Arizona wedding. She was flown out here and her client was getting married and she referred me. And I was like, Oh, that's awesome. I will absolutely go to Fresno. Yeah. <laughs> for her wedding. So she's flying me out in March. How did you get into photo and video? So photo felt, I guess I've always kind of dabbled in photo, but I don't know if it was like our generation of, I don't know about you guys. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like there's a huge age difference with us, but like my friends and I would like pick out outfits and do little photo shoots Mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. Yes. And Mm -hmm. like edit them with like the really harsh contrast filters with the word fonts on them. Mm -hmm. so I always did that growing up, but I never, ever considered photography um, until I got married. And as a gift at my wedding, um, one of my husband's aunts gave me her old camera. And it was like a, I don't know, I think it was like a T3, like a Canon T3. It was like not a very expensive camera, but she gave it to us. And I would just like take pictures on trips and kind of took it along. And then right before COVID, um, I was really isolated. We lived in this really small town outside of Tucson. Mm-hmm. And my oldest was probably like barely two. And, excuse me, Coke bubbling back up. <laughs> um, 
We were in this small town outside of Tucson, and we were definitely the youngest people there, like, by far. There was not even, like, a playground for kids to play with. So I'd kind of gone through this, like, isolated moment in parenthood, and, like, just as a woman, my husband thought, like, I think you'd be really good at this. I bought you a camera for Mother's Day. Like, go out. And so the idea was that I would just take pictures of mountains and flowers and, like, my kid as, like, we went on hikes. Um, but because we live so far outside of everything, mm-hmm. a woman that I went to church with said, my daughter is graduating high school. All of the photographers are like 45 minutes away. I know you got a new camera. Would you feel comfortable taking my daughter's senior pictures? And I was like, sure, but like, they're not going to be good. <laughs> you were like, so, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I literally like I shot on auto and I think I edited them on VSCO. And just like sent them to her. Hey, you gotta start somewhere. Right. <laughs> you gotta learn somewhere. Just, I loved like, that app. I used that app for like three years of my life. It just was it's great. It's personal stuff. On it. So I did that and then she really liked them. And so then I did her friends' photos and it just like snowballed. I was really lucky yeah. that things just like happened supernaturally and picked up really naturally. And I started charging for it and I was like, Well, I should probably start learning how to shoot on manual. And then went from there, and I was like, well, I should probably get a better camera than the T3. And then I just, like, leveled up, and then during COVID, things kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. And so I went back to taking pictures of, like, mountains and, and, mountains and, and flowers. flowers. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but that was really cool for me to just be able to, like, practice editing and practice shooting on manual. Um, and then I had a baby, and my business just, like, kept picking up from there. I was really lucky, like, that didn't slow anything down, so... We ended up moving up here during COVID. And my business has just kind of got off from there. How do you feel like... Because me and Megan have had this, like, like when we have kids, like, how is our business going to, like... Because we already feel like, like, I feel like I have no time for anything. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to hear your point of view. Like, how do you balance, like, work and family and, like... Mm-hmm kids time and also time to just watch tv yeah and, do nothing. and just like, like do you have like i that's like i envy that so much how moms can do that yeah because people just expect moms to just do everything and it's mm-hmm. like how do you and then how do you sleep mm-hmm. how do you take care of little ones work watch that new episode mm-hmm. and then make dinner or like just take care of yourself mm-hmm. and watch tv that's like I envy that so much. Sorry, no, you're on. fine. <laughs> the answer is that you don't. So yeah. you don't do all of those things. You're always like you're always dropping the plate somehow, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's really toxic. Yeah, that the world has put like so much pressure on moms to just like know how to do stuff. And I'll come right out and say that being a mom does not come naturally to me. Yeah, like I didn't just have a kid and suddenly like knew and enjoy how to do everything. Like. I didn't grow up with a very, like, I don't know. Not to say that my mom wasn't loving because she was, but she wasn't maternal. Mm -hmm. Like, I never, like, laid my head on my mom's lap and she, like, played with my hair. Like, that was just, like, not the vibe. Mm -hmm. And so when I had my own kids, I, like, was so stressed because there's so much sacrifice that goes into having just, like, a newborn in general. Mm -hmm. Like, you literally are giving every single second of your time up to someone else. It's like a slave relationship to be honest that's mm-hmm. how it feels like and I was so confused like everyone said this is the best thing in the world this is like the most incredible thing you're gonna experience and then I had it and I was like I hate this like this is hard and I don't like it and so I felt so guilty um 
and I really had to work to like like being a mom Mm -hmm. like I had to find some sort of joy in it because it felt depressive it felt like controlling and it felt like I was just like all of a sudden supposed to forget who I was um and I think just mixing that in with like the hormones of your body like yeah dropping after you have a baby it just like affects your body and it affects your brain um but I had a really great tribe of like people that had been moms before that were like can I come over and bring you a frosty from Wendy's and watch your kids so you can shower and like that felt amazing because it sounds dumb but like being able to just shower by yourself and like not have to worry about how mm-hmm. long you're allowed to shower for, what's happening while you shower, yeah. listening for a baby monitor while you shower, like just like having your own time back mm-hmm. to just decide what to do with it. I will say that as my kids got o- older, it got so much easier because they get more independent. Yeah. Like some people love having newborn snuggles and that's fine, but you get to like hand that baby back to its mom mm-hmm. if you don't have to yeah. like do everything mm-hmm. with it. So the newborn phase, like, isn't my favorite. But as my kids got older and could, like, sit and play, I started to, like, get some of my time back. Mm -hmm. And with that time, I found more of my identity. So as far as, like, owning a business and running a business and then having kids, it's – it feels impossible sometimes. (laughs) Like, I only get to watch those new shows while I'm working. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like, it's just – you're just kind of juggling. Yeah. But you're always dropping something. And then the more kids that you have, you're like, okay, I can be working right now and my kids are fed, but I'm a grumpy mom. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Or I'm a really good mom and I'm able to work, but my kids have only had snacks today and not like a picture meal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's just no way to be perfect. And mm-hmm. I think once you start forgiving yourself for being one person and like a human person, it just gets so much easier. Also, my husband's a huge support. A huge, huge support. And we grew up in very, like, toxic masculinity Christian families. Mm-hmm. So when we got married, it was automatically like, okay, I'll support you through school. I'll support you through work. When we have kids, I'll stay home with the kids. Even though that's not naturally how we work as a couple, like, it's very flipped. I always joke that my husband was born to be a mom. Like, he, if he had boobs, he could do it all. Like, my husband <laughs> loves taking care of kids. Like, his life mission is to be, like, that sacrificing mm. mom of, like, 25 children. That's like, my amazing. husband. And he'll probably listen to this. So, hi, babe. I love you. But <laughs> he loves being home with the kids. And he's never really had, like, a one set passion in life. He's one of those people that's just good at so many things. But he doesn't find, like, one specific thing completely fulfilling he can just like do anything and so he went to school and he diff- he did different jobs and like nothing was he wasn't feeling fulfilled in mm-hmm. it and I think once we kind of like deconstructed all the toxic things that we had been taught like my husband was able to realize through therapy and different things like I find my joy at home like I want to be home with my kids I want to coach their soccer teams I want to make the meals I want to drive them to school like that's where I find joy and I'm the opposite not that I don't love my children. Yeah. But I thrive in an environment like where I'm entrepreneuring and mm-hmm. I'm girl bossing and I'm working hard and I'm supporting my family and then I get to come home with my kids. So yeah. we actually just recently have switched our dynamic because my business brings in more money than his work does. But he's starting to work from home 
so that he could be with the kids and hang out with the kids and help support my business and kind of growing from there. So without him, I couldn't do it. I don't know how single moms like do anything, but I don't know if that really answered your question as far as like no, work life balance. That was amazing. Yes, that was powerful. Oh, that was amazing. You. But that's that. Me and Lizzie have these conversations all the time because mm-hmm. I'm. I this sounds selfish, but I feel like my world is so self centered around my work because yeah. I'm so passionate about it. Mm-hmm. And Todd and I have talked about like having kids and stuff, but like when it he has a so that little thing that's a countdown. And it's a countdown. It's not on. Uh, but oh. <laughs> the, the brand I'm like, box. It looks like a speaker. <laughs> it's not on right now. But it's like a countdown to like our wedding day. Mm-hmm. And he always makes a joke. And he's like, I'm going to put a baby in you like in X amount of days. And like, I'm scared. <laughs> like, yeah. Like we've had this conversation and stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, I. it's hard to, I don't know. Because I feel like people put up this front most of the time. And they're like, oh, I can do it all. And it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's not. Like, that was really real, so thank you. Yeah. And my sister, she just had a baby, and she just went to work. And she has two little ones. She just went back to work. And I'm like, I, I don't know how she does it. Like, and emotionally, I, it feels impossible. Like, yeah. even though I hated being at home all the time and, like, being a slave to a baby mm-hmm. all the time, the thought of leaving them with someone else and going to work was, like, equally as nauseating and awful. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to feel this gross, I might as well just do it at home with my own kid. You know what I mean? Versus, yeah. like at work wondering what's going on it's really hard yeah for sure and we've worked with you a handful of times now and yeah. like you're so badass and you just like <laughs> do everything so naturally so but the few times i've worked with you like your husband calling and checking in and it's mm-hmm. like you guys have such a good support team of like that's so awesome yeah, that's so great good team. and i hope like if somebody if anyone's listening uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's like they can kind of relate to that in a way also. Because mm-hmm. I feel like photography, there's a lot of – it's like a good opportunity for moms. Like moms mm-hmm. – I feel like a lot of moms gravitate towards photography, but also like women in general because it's a creative outlet. But mm-hmm. also it's like, okay, we have that freedom where we can edit on our own time, say yes to the jobs we want to take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going with this, but it feels like you have like more control over your business yes. versus like mm-hmm. having to that work like to a nine job. to five. Yeah, you oh can gosh, like make your own schedule and like I, do I, it when it works for you with yeah. kids. I used to work nine to five, and then I would come home and like still work. Yeah, yeah. it was terrible. Same. Well, it's hard because it's like this catch twenty two. Like, I almost feel like I work twenty four hours a day. Mm-hmm. Even though I get to pick my own hours of, like, physically being out of my home, mm-hmm. I'm still working all the time. Like, I was culling yesterday while my kids were watching Netflix, and like, that's... Sonic on Netflix, yeah. and I'm, like, culling photos. Or there's been times where my son has – one's napping and one's watching the TV out here, and I'm having, like, a Zoom with a potential client. My kid, like, runs by naked because he had an accident, and I have to be like, sorry, excuse me. <laughs> one sec. <Yeah. laughs> and this isn't very professional, but I've got, like – a naked wiener running around in my house. I've got to go put a diet around free it. wiener back here? Yeah. Like, sorry, I know you can pay for that kind of Zoom, but this is the content we're getting today. So it's just like, you just, I mean, you win some, you lose some, mm-hmm. you know. But I definitely have found my identity being a business owner. That's good. That's awesome. Sure. Yay. I, I want to clap for you. That was oh, like a perfect you. answer. Thank Caps you. That was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> okay, well, I have a couple more questions. Let's go for if it. If that's okay. So... Tell us about your work, your photography. I have your Instagram pulled up, looking at all your beautiful work. Mm-hmm. What 
what do you love to photograph and I guess with all also with videography what's kind of how would you describe your style let's start there so I think for both photo and video I want my photos to look the way that the moment feels even if sometimes like in photography it doesn't necessarily feel that way Mm -hmm. and you guys will understand when you're like I know this feels awkward yeah I know Mm -hmm. this feels weird but like I pinky promise it's gonna look so good um I really struggled find I mean I think everyone can say that right because like photography is subjective it's Mm -hmm. art Mm -hmm. and like beauty and art is in the is in the eye of the beholder so like some people love their photographer but their sister doesn't like their photographer they like someone else because they just it's art they like something else and that's totally fine but I didn't want to be light and airy because I didn't feel like it challenged me creatively not to say that light and airy isn't beautifully done like there are some photographers that absolutely kill it that I really admire but for me personally it just didn't resonate but I started photography on that like browned orange trend Mm -hmm. when everything was so super warm and so super like yeah just you know just Mm -hmm. in my opinion was a little too warm a little too orange a little too brown I didn't want to be that either Mm -hmm. I wanted to fall some somewhere where it felt timeless because my wedding photos were bright and airy and I wouldn't consider myself a bright and airy photographer, but I love those photos because it feels classic, right? They're so true to the moment. Timeless. The color. Yeah. Timeless, mm-hmm. for sure. So, like, I will always love them because they weren't trendy, but they were timeless. So I wanted to go somewhere close to that, but not be light and airy. And so I kind of fell in that, like, filmy category. I think you and I spoke about this mm-hmm. in the last wedding we worked with, how, like, I don't want my photos to look like someone just grabbed a Polaroid camera or a disposable camera and, like, took a picture, mm-hmm. right? Like, I don't want them to feel that way if someone can just go do it themselves. However, I love the colors that, like, lean more into that, like, teal green and still be warm at the mm-hmm. same time. So I'd say that I lean more towards, like, the timeless filming side of things. Um, but I guess it just depends on the lighting situation because you could catch me at like sunset and my photos will be super warm. So yeah, um, that's kind of where I fall. Stylistically, though, I really like those like intimate moments. I find it really hard. I'm either really close to my subjects or like super far back. That's how I am. I'm either really close or really far. Yeah, like yeah. I, I have a hard time with that like structured portrait. Because I want them to be, like, I want the emotion to be felt. And I feel like that can only be felt in the grand scheme of things are, like, super intimate. Mm-hmm. And with video, I always, I don't know how to describe this. Like, maybe you guys can help me. But when I think of my style in video, I imagine, like, those early mornings, like, Sunday mornings in bed with somebody that you really love. Just, like, rolling around in the sheets. Not, like, not sexually. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cuddling and talking. Like, we yeah. don't quite want to wake up and then we fall asleep for a minute minutes and then we like cuddle in a different way like that like light leaking through the window cuddle on bed vibes like I want it to feel intimate so Mm -hmm. when I'm videoing I'm like trying to get like hands brushing backs and I do a lot of like female gaze shots where I'll set my couples up and like have them trace each other's faces with their noses or like have him tuck a hair behind her ear and I'm following the movement as it happens instead of just like standing and capturing it so i don't know how to describe that but no, I that want makes it to sense feel like intimate i want it to feel documentary i want it to feel like real yeah super super real 
Like, and, I like, want natural. it to be, like, pe- how people would watch you in that moment if anyone was watching you. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's how I want it to feel without just, like, standing stationary. So I don't know if I really used words, but that's the But vibe. you describe, yeah, you describe, like, how you want it to feel perfectly yeah. without using words, like, yeah. specific words. Right. What do you like to capture the most? Like, what kind of sessions? Yeah. Ugh. I know, it's a tough one. It's hard. I really respect people that find a niche, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I'll ever be that person. Like, I like changing up and trying new things. Mm-hmm. So I'd say right now, I really like lifestyle, like family lifestyle sessions, but I feel like I say that because I've just been so immersed in weddings lately and couples Mm -hmm. that like family lifestyles with babies and young kids is like the complete opposite of it. So I don't know, I just like to feel balanced. As much as we call ourselves wedding photographers, videographers, wedding industry, like sometimes you just need a break. Mm Mm-hmm. From the wedding. Like, we just went to a styled shoot, like, a week ago, and it was just, like, so refreshing to not do, like, a wedding. Mm -hmm. Like, I love weddings, and I, like, work really well under pressure, and, like, I think that's why I enjoy them so much, because I'm just so good at, like, staying calm and, like, Mm -hmm. just moving forward. But, like, they can be a lot, and, yeah. I think creatively, too, Mm -hmm. that you start... Not that weddings, not that all the weddings you're doing aren't beautiful. Yeah. But you start to feel, like, stunted. Yeah. Creatively. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, so many poses you can do with veils and so many things you can do at weddings. And you're getting the same photos of the same things because everybody wants that, right? hmm And, like, also depending on your, like, venue, you're, like, limited to. Yeah. Okay, what are your wedding icks? Okay, first one, and will always be the first one, garter tosses. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hate capturing garter tosses. I hate the whole idea behind a garter toss. Like, why? I didn't do one at my own wedding. But, like, why do we feel like we have to watch the groom put his face underneath the bride's dress? And everyone and knows for that him? it's, like, a sexual tactic. It sure is, but it relates <laughs> back to, like, I don't know if you guys are, like, Game of Thrones watchers yes. at all. Love but it. they Love used to, like, right before the Red Wedding, which mm-hmm. we won't have to talk about, but <laughs> they they kind of, like... They allude to the fact that, like, the man had to take the woman into a room so that other people could watch them consummate the marriage. Yeah. And that's what the garter toss is based off of. It's just, like, our, like, modern way of doing it. People have to watch you reach up into there, and then you have to throw the garter to another man. Like, it's just misogynistic. It's gross. I don't like it. Yeah. But also, it's, like, your family members are usually kids. Yeah, like, your and then they're grandma, like, they're like, your great-grandma, oh. your kids. And they're high-fiving and stuff. It's, like gross no it's everything about it is so gross i hate garter tosses yeah i'm not i will never like push my opinions on a bride and it's even worse when they like unbutton their jacket oh like like, like, swing it around look if you want to do like a funny dance i'm so all for that you want to put the bride down and you want to get with your groomsmen and you want to be like the temptations and like sing her a song and like dance and be funny that's great you don't have to put your face under her dress to do that Save that for later. Yeah. But also in front <laughs> of, like, I, if my fiancé did that in front of my dad, I would, I would die. Right. Like, I'm not a touchy-feely, like, kissy person yeah. in front of people. Mm-hmm. I don't show, like, affection in, I don't like to show affection in public. I guess PDA. Mm-hmm. I would I'm die. the same way. I would simply die. We're very, like, hold hands. Yeah. Maybe, like, peck here yeah. and there, but, like, not, mm-hmm. we're, like, very private people. <laughs> yeah. 
keep it to ourselves for the bedroom later. Right. Guard our trust. I okay. hate it. I don't Next like it. ick. So gross. Um, and this can be like anything. Like vendors or just like trends that you find. Oh. Um, when DJs like make the reception about them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> like when they get up and yes. they speak and they're like joking and I'm like Thank you so much for emceeing the night. Have a seat. <laughs> like, yes. I just feel like there's a lane that we all try to stick in, right? As a photographer, I feel like a very – or a videographer, I feel like a very important part of the day because we're, like, flies on the wall mm-hmm. of the bride and groom. We're, like, we have to capture every moment. But I don't make it about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not sitting there, like, talking, being loud about it. Like, you can emcee the night without making it about you. Like, when they do, like, the shoe game and stuff, I feel like that's only because the DJs want to, like, have a moment. Where they get to, like, talk Where they get to, like, talk or do something. I'm like, look, just play the music. Yeah. Just, like, thank people for also, their speeches. Also, like, sometimes they have, like, the weirdest mixes, like, music. Yes. Have you ever had a DJ be completely off? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had a country backyard <laughs> wedding, and he was playing, like, early 2000s pop, and nobody was dancing. Yeah. I was like, these people just want Johnny Cash. Give them freaking Johnny Cash. Give them some Dolly Parton, damn it. And he's like, why aren't they dancing? I don't get why they're dancing. I'm like, because this is not. And the bride was like, this was, none of this was on our. I did like a, a country wedding and I put my bag down in this corner at um, the Naughty Barn. Uh-huh. And the lady was like, oh, the DJ's going to sit up there. So put your bag over here. I was like, okay. And then I come back for the reception later. And the DJ is literally like a stand with his laptop and one speaker. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like, oh, my little bag just took up so much space. I was like, oh, so yeah, room. my bag wow. took up so much space. And then the whole night he was playing like just like the most random songs. And it was the same like six people dancing for like two hours. I was right. like, oh, this is not good footage. No. I told Lizzie this story a million times, but I did a wedding where the DJ was blasting EDM music. And the couple is like, like his own re- EDM yeah, remixes. Yeah, his own like EDM oh, mixes. No. And the couple was very like alternative, soft rock, yeah, chill. And this guy just did Dave's oh, Matthew band. The worst part was when they went to view. The couple was like, "Can you play like the songs we like the list we gave you?" Mm-hmm. He didn't download the songs, so he was um, connecting to the uh, what's it called. Air, what's it uh, when you connect to your phone oh hotspot hotspot yeah he he connected to his hotspot on his phone and so after every song there was like five minutes of silence no. it was terrible it was terrible oh um, that's so bad I had a bride full on look at a DJ one time and was like cut it out like she just absolutely stopped yeah, yeah a DJ can make or break there's like really good DJs wedding. but then there's also been some like really yeah. iffy there's some that are you know good but i feel like djs are one of those like really really important vendors that like make or break your night because like that's like you know that's the part that a lot of people look forward to Mm -hmm. at a wedding is the food and the party and like music so Mm -hmm. if you don't have good music like and i think a lot of people focus on oh my gosh the little details and stuff and it's like your reception is the longest part of the night Mm -hmm. yeah so and and no one's gonna be looking at like your table flowers on the table and be like oh 
that's wrong that flower's in the wrong spot <laughs> that yeah. those flowers don't match like they're gonna be like oh that music was really good yep. or like mm-hmm. that food was really good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the night kept it felt like it was going there was no awkward it pauses it end. Yeah. yeah for sure and then the wedding that all three of us worked together like that dj was kind of like eh and then yeah. it was the same 10 people dancing yeah and it's just it rough. gets old what it's, for so have do you have any like fun wedding stories you can share like do you have any like favorite weddings that you've been to oh, horror, hands down. any horror, horror stories, stories. <laughs> also hands down i'll start with like because we just talked about x i'll start with my favorites so cassidy and drayson mm-hmm. are one of my favorite weddings um they got married at superstition golf course which okay. is just starting to open up to outside weddings i'm actually one of their preferred vendors now which is Congrats. super exciting Snaps congratulations um stunning high budget wedding like just classic modern clean beautiful but the bride and groom and the bridal party were like amazing mm-hmm. they were so much fun it was such a party hi <laughs> sorry that's okay um the they had a change like a outfit change during their reception and he had on these like booty booty shorts oh my gosh um jeans that the bride had helped him cut mm-hmm. and he had this like american flag t-shirt on. i feel like i saw this on your you page. probably did he had like a cowboy hat and boots and it was funny because you could see he had a thigh tattoo mm-hmm. of like a gun like where you would put a gun in your pocket oh my God, just that's like amazing. on his thigh um and she changed into this beautiful sequence dress, but like everyone lifted them up. They had coal sparklers going. It was just like dreamy and beautiful. It was such a party. They were so easy to work with, and the content was like chef's love it. kiss. It's delicious. I could eat it all day. Oh man, I loved it. We love those types of weddings. Yes, they were just like fun. They were so in love. He was in the military, so there was just a lot of like I don't know. It just felt like groupy. Yeah. And, camaraderie it was Mm -hmm. just awesome i love that wedding um i recently though just had a wedding during the reception where they played almost all rock music like the bride just loves rock music so we're talking like sweet cherry pie like i love rock and roll the father-daughter dance was to arms wide open by creed and they just like span around and we're like it was like this really beautiful moment they had like an air guitar thing during the solo amazing it was so so much fun so i love when brides like make it their own Mm -hmm. and they really focus around like what they like to do and what their bridal party likes to do they just surround themselves with the people that they love and they have a good time like that's when you're gonna get yeah the best stuff yeah yeah and also like super memorable Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. fun. You're like, wow! I remember when we air guitar during our father daughter dance? Mm-hmm. Amazing, right. Or like the dad ever. held her waist and her arms were out, and he just like spanned like her. Like Titanic. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, it was so that. so much fun. So so fun. I just like love. I don't know about you guys, but it's kind of addicting being a part of like the most special day of people's lives. Oh yeah. Experience. It's such, like, like you get yeah. on such a high, yes. and then you drive home, and you're like either. Di- like decompressing or like trying to calm down from like all the fun you just witnessed yeah or you're just like i need to sleep for 10 days mm-hmm. but yeah and it, i feel like i come home and i don't want to talk because i'm just like overstimulated by what yeah. just happened <laughs> and chris like tell me about your wedding i'm like i just need i'm overstimulated you need to like sleep on it yeah <laughs> ask me tomorrow I, I need quiet yes but like but it's also rewarding yeah to see like, like that's somebody's really special day and you mm-hmm. helped like make it awesome 
and just like being there to document it. Mm-hmm. Like I sometimes I feel like brides feel like they have to have these like high content weddings mm-hmm. that like Pinterest isn't even a thing anymore. Pinterest was a thing when I got married, but like like the like the TikTok weddings or like the Instagrammable weddings. The trends. The trendy like following weddings. the trends. You're like if you yeah. you you almost feel like you have to like follow a trend or else your wedding's like not good enough. Totally. But like those trends are based off of people that just like did that organically mm-hmm. because that's just what they liked what they wanted to do we wanted to use like our dad's vintage car and then it became a trend because people were like that's so cool and so I think instead of having a wedding that's surrounded by like everyone else's trends having a wedding that is like trendy to you that's yeah. about you about things that you like if you want to listen to only rock music at your reception freaking do it yes yeah. like Bon Jovi comes out like all the stuff and it was such a fun reception and the content the pictures are so beautiful because everyone's just having a really good time celebrating mm-hmm. the way they want to you know what I mean like if you yeah. want to change into like Dixie shorts and <laughs> dance around in cowboy boots with your thigh tat like do it the photos are beautiful and funny you know like anyways I just think in the wedding industry in general I think a lot of people get caught up on trends instead yeah. of just like personalizing yeah. I think there's just a lot of pressure with how it's like if you don't do this, your wedding's like chuggy. Or if mm-hmm. you do this, it's just like, oh, that's like ugly. It's just mm-hmm. there's people you go on I go on TikTok, I think it's just the algorithm is like, she's a twenty twenty three bride, send her all the videos and make yep. her feel like crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like you see these beautiful weddings and you're like, how do people afford this how do people do this because and prices are like actually skyrocketing oh my gosh Mm -hmm. i got quoted for a wedding or a wedding venue and it was like eighty five thousand dollars with the vendor discount i was like oh thank you so much like eighty five thousand that's a house that's That's a that's more than a down payment on a house that's a down payment in a car like Mm -hmm. oh but I'm all for, like, if you want to go full out for your wedding, do it. Yes. If, but but like, if it's what you want. If it's what do. you want. Mm-hmm. But don't do more than you can. Don't go into debt. Don't do, like, don't open a 10th credit card to get, like, your wedding day. It's like, right. I feel like people just don't understand. People are losing sight of, like, okay, you're marrying someone. This isn't, like, yeah. about your Instagram yeah. photos. Yeah. I feel like there's this disconnect going on with a lot of people lately from the weddings i've been to a lot of my brides have been like yeah i'm just marrying my person which i'm like oh thank god i love you Mm -hmm. but there's been a few weddings i've been to where it's all just about content and all just about how can i have like the best like wedding to post online and it's like oh do you you like your person in their trust like in their stress levels too oh yeah like the brides who are planning their wedding for other people are always so stressed when things are not on time or don't work out because they're like other people aren't going to enjoy this this is going to affect other people Mm -hmm. instead of like no problem today Mm -hmm. is about me like Mm -hmm. it's going to work out we're working on my time (laughs) yeah yeah it's for me it's for us so or it's like your food you're like oh what is everyone going to like and i'm i'm just like if you want a taco truck get a taco truck if you want like Like, it's about you. It's not about your guests. Like, yeah, you know, you got to please your guests a little bit. But, like, they're here to come witness you marry the love of your life. If they want to stay for the food, they can. If not, not whatever. They need to come and, like, oh, this looks beautiful. Like, that's not what it's about. Mm-hmm. Those are just, like, little accessories to throw into the mix. Yeah. Do you have any wedding horror stories? I do. 
<laughs> Worst one. Give it lay it on us. Um there I don't know if it was someone's grandpa. I know I'd seen them talk to him, so I, maybe it's like a really old uncle or something. I don't think it was a grandpa. Um we did the exit twice. My husband will do video with me sometimes when I book photo video weddings. It's on a Saturday and he'll do video while I do photo. And this was one of those cases. So we went down the sparkler exit twice. We did one for photo and then one for video. So I was holding the back of my husband's back so that we could go fast. Because usually photo exits are mm-hmm. a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. But for video, like, I wanted them to run. So I'm holding his back so I can, like, watch as we go down. So he can back up really fast. And I can keep him from falling. And I turn over my shoulder and I look back. And this uncle, who was plastered, had his sparkler and was trying to stick it up my dress. <gasps> and, like, grab me. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Wait. During a sparkler exit. On on so many levels, this is wrong. (laughs) Yeah, but my husband had already started backing up because he Mm -hmm. cued the bride and groom to start going. So I was like, excuse me, like yelled over my shoulder. Mm -hmm. My husband didn't hear because he's like in this zone, right? And I'm like back here. So they go all the way through. And when there was nothing behind him, I went straight over to this gentleman and like grabbed his arm and turned him around. And I was like, that was so uncalled for. That made me feel super uncomfortable. And he goes, oh, I was just trying to keep you warm. Ew. Is what he said. Oh, I was just trying to keep you warm. And I, like, looked him in the face and really loud because I was, like, so, like, my face was, like, red because I'm not a confrontational person. So, Mm -hmm. like, my ears are tingling. All this is going on. I was like, no, that was not okay. Yeah. What were you thinking? Mm -hmm. He's like, you're right. I'm sorry. And at this point, everyone's, like, looking over. My husband's over at the bride and groom. Has no idea this is happening. Everyone's looking over. I was like, in no way, shape, or form is it okay for you to stick something under my clothes or to try to touch me. Yeah. Inappropriate. Good for you for yeah. freaking talking was to him about it. Was it on fire? The sparkler was on. It was lit. So, like, one, he was trying to touch you, and two, he could have easily burned you. He's trying to stick you. something into my butt. Yeah. A lit sparkler that's very hot. <laughs> so Ew. he apologized, and I was like, I hope you feel embarrassed. Yeah. I hope you feel embarrassed. Worst part is though, because we did that sparkler exit twice. I'm going. I'm. Ed- I just sent off their wedding a few weeks ago, but I was um, editing their photos, and there's one where the bridegroom stopped to kiss, and you see his hand holding the sparkler <gasps> by her dress. I could probably find it. So he tried to do it to her. I didn't even notice. What the heck? To the bride? Mm-hmm. What is wrong with people? This is my like petition to the world that sparkler exits need to stop. Like, I'm over the sparkler. One, people get burned. Two, people are way too drunk all the time to do them. And they can easily, like, cause a fire or something. I'm just over the sparklers. See, I still love a good sparkler exit. I I just don't know about you guys, but as a woman in the wedding industry, men are so inappropriate. I'm super inappropriate. I've had a handful of, like really awkward sexual harassment instances Mm -hmm. like i've been at weddings where todd um was helping me Mm -hmm. and like stuff happened right in front of him yes it it's it's really weird and i feel like it's because we're considered like the vendors and the helpers for the day people that people can just assume that we're humans too yeah i've had issues with like groomsmen i've had issues with like creepy grandpas creepy Mm -hmm. family members Mm -hmm. or just guests Mm -hmm. like i've had uh somebody touch like grabbed my butt and he's like oh sorry i thought you were my girlfriend i was like i'm the only girl in here and your girlfriend has like red hair i do not have red hair Mm -hmm. so there's been several like awkward um 
people trying to walk me to my car, people trying to get my number, Mm -hmm. people just being creepy, but also like touching my hair or just like touching me in general. It's like, don't touch me. And they just assume because you're a vendor that you're going to be like nice. Yeah. And also because it's like I'm a girl. Yes. And I come off super nice, Mm -hmm. but I'll just tear you apart. Especially during receptions. Like, so my husband works some weddings with me and he has a really hard time. Like, he's had to step in and be like, I don't appreciate the way you're acting around my wife. Mm-hmm. Like, because you've got your camera up, right? You're, like, trying to shoot, like, into whatever crowd that you can. Mm-hmm. There was this one guy that was, like, he had his arms around me. Like, didn't put them around me, but they were, like, floating around me. And he went like this. Ew. While my arms were up. And my husband was like, excuse me. And the guy apologized and, like, walked away. Like, the just because I'm a woman and I'm here doesn't mean that I'm not going to tell you yeah. to, like, gtfo yeah i have do you have a clause in your contract yeah i have a i have like a whole section if i feel uncomfortable or if somebody like yells at me or just like makes me uncomfortable sexually or just in general you were the one that said you had that wedding that the guy like called you a bitch yeah sorry bleep no No, yeah yeah. no he (laughs) say whatever he called me a bitch and then i pulled him aside i was like listen dude I'll leave right now and you can tell your wife your soon-to-be wife why nobody's taking your pictures mm-hmm. and she's like oh no like I'm just so over the pictures I was like I'm so over you like I'm gonna, like I'm yes. gonna, like just bear with me mm-hmm. well that was fabulous thank you so much for coming on agreed yes because that like, was excellent almost, that was almost a little weight off your shoulders yeah. to just like it's nice to talk about because I don't feel like anyone really asks. Yeah. And we have these conversations like during our very small amount of time to eat. Yes. Between what we're like, you know? fill me in. What's yeah. new? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about these things for <laughs> 10 minutes while yes. we eat. Yeah. So it's nice to talk about it for sure. I agreed. Well, thank you for listening to Smile, please. Podcast. Podcast. Woohoo. Yay. Woohoo. Yay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>